Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Annie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. And who are you, guest? DJ Nicky B. Nick. Yeah, baby! Wicka, 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 woo! What was that noise? What was that noise? Nick, I wish you could see, listener, the look on Nicky's face. Whereas Helen, my God, was that your DJ noise? I'll tell you where else they did that to me and I was not impressed. Loose women. They went, oh, you were so cool with your wiki wiki and did a headphone action. Oh, no. We're the same age, by the way. Like, (laughs) what is this? So you loose women. I didn't know you were loose women. Several times DJing for um, artists, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think the last time, like, I can't remember, maybe Nicola Roberts or one of those. One of the girls allowed. One of them. Well, I think we're off to a flying start. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, we are very excited because Nikki, and this doesn't happen very often, listener, is a return guest. Yes. So we loved her so much. And she lives around the corner. Those are two facts that are independent of each other <laughs> and unrelated. Um, yes, yeah, so we had you on a while back, Nikki, for a few, a couple of years ago. You were yeah. saying your friend, your, you can tell how long you've been on, like when you cut open a tree, how old it is, because yeah. your fringe has got it's longer. Yeah. It's now about, what's that, a good 12 inches, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know these days because I get told these measurements and then they're wildly out of proportion. <laughs> I always lie. Um, yeah, my fringe was short and now it's really long and that's how long I haven't been on the show for wow there we go so what has happened it's been a couple of years what's what's been going on nikki i mean quite a lot quite a a lot lot. yeah i mean touring around the world as usual with artists of standard Um, as as we all do yeah Yeah. Yeah. catching corona a couple of times you know um let's well let's start with let's start with the corona shall we quite relevant because you dj'd a lot of cool parties and started a couple of new companies and you know, yeah, just Jiminy, kind of jazz. just being yeah. a, just being an entrepreneur. I'm not going to say mumpreneur because I think you'll smack me in the face. So being I'm an entrepreneur, yeah, I quite like that. Do you one. like that? Yeah. You don't mind that word? No. Okay. So I love being a mum, mm. and I like being a preneur. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, when you, you make a good case for it when you it put it like so that. French when she so, says it, preneur. Just, to, just to remind you, Helen, that's no DJ noises, but you can call her a mumpreneur. Okay, so you know. I am learning a lot today. Are you going to steep learning curve? Are you going to beatbox for us at any point, Helen? Can you beatbox? I could try. Let's have a little. Let's have I a little mean, listen. I definitely can't. So yes, you can. No, 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 no. Come on. No, I know my limits. Oh, really? No rapping. No, no beatboxing. No. no. Strong silent type. Stand behind the decks. <laughs> just eye roll. Wear an outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a line. Go on, Helen. You look like you want to beatbox. All right. Well, do you want me to like do words with it? That's not. That's not beatboxing. That's <laughs> rapping. I don't know that this medium is for you. Okay, no, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll think if something comes to me, I might just interrupt you with my Excellent. beats. All right, fair enough, fair Great. enough. Um, yeah. So the Corona thing, because you first contracted Corona, weren't you in Italy when it all kicked off? Yes, the first time in January, and I think I probably caught it then. The doctor thinks I've definitely had it twice, probably Shit. two different strains, viral loading. But yeah, back in January, I was really ill. And I had all the symptoms and terrible cough and then horrendous headaches and c- 
couldn't get out of bed for a few days and also the sense of taste and smell which hasn't really come back properly till now <gasps> shit no I mean yeah usually my sense of smell is intense and mm. my taste buds definitely still aren't 100% right they keep some days it'll be like very odd I can't taste things um, but yeah so Italy and there was people on my flight coming back because I went to do some work with Diodora over there and I uh, got for, back to for the, the listeners are not just me who's Diodora oh it's were, a um, sports brand it's not a brand yeah. <laughs> with uh, Deodora and uh, Johnny Nike and uh, Bob Adidas. Do you know Bob Adidas? He's a big, oh, he's a big fan. I beatbox with Bob Adidas. <laughs> so you're doing some work yeah, with so Ian Deodora. I flew, I flew in and flew out the same day like you do. And then I went back to the airport in Milan and there was people flying from Wuhan. I heard the thing over that like the flights were coming in from China. People trying to get back to other places but using Milan as a fly-through and then there was Shit. loads of people bare people on my flight with masks and at that point in January no one was really wearing masks and I was texting Kevin freaking out and there's people on my plane in masks and then I just got really really ill and to be honest I didn't really get better I think I was all I was all right for mums at rave I'd sort of got over it in February when we did the Valentine's one but it taken me all that time so about five or six weeks to kind of mm you know feel okay um and then i went on tour with Calice in europe and we went to every major corona city as they were closing Shit. down so we'd go to like the venue and then they'd say oh we've got to cap it at a thousand people tonight um because of new guidelines or whatever with corona and then the next day it'd be like the city's shutting down and we'd have just to, to like, be clear the out. day after you arrived they yeah. would shut the city right. down i am the super spreader <laughs> like dominoes <laughs> boof, 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 boof. Never mind, that, never mind that Chinese bat. DJ Nicky Beatnik is truly responsible <laughs> for the global epidemic. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I was dealing with like, I was trying to stay well and like still didn't feel that good, but I was obviously in a different venue every day, touching equipment that's not yours, set up by random different people mm, in a venue dirty, of a thousand people. Dirty things, in yeah. And, in and out of tour buses with say like 10 or 12 other people on the tour bus mm. and they've all been in contact with so it was like literally a countdown when you're going to get it and then we went we couldn't get into italy so they said i know we'll go to austria and we'll isolate there and then come to find out afterwards austria was like the hub of all coronavirus mm. and it was all well after you got there the yeah yeah <laughs> obviously <laughs> in the ski resort the resorts like everyone was just passing it back and forward so we found out like it was great we shouldn't have really been there but we mm. couldn't get out like we were on tour buses they'd been hired for the duration of the tour and then as the tour was happening everything's getting closed down and at one point they were like calice and i were due to fly to barcelona to do an extra gig there and then fly back and do a gig in Manchester. And then, so we were doing like night gigs in between the day gigs and then the band would meet us and then we'd get back on the tour buses. Um, and the Barcelona one, Calice was like, we shouldn't go to Barcelona. She was pregnant at the time. Yeah, she was. And no one knew. So I knew Mm. and our tour manager knew, and then the band kind of cottoned on and then she had to sort of say, but it was all secret. She was going on stage like three months, four months pregnant and Mm. no one knew she was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were really worried about her. She had her own tour bus and she just kept it like really sealed so no one else could get on there, thank God. But um, yeah, so we were due to go to Barcelona and she was like, I don't think we can fly to Barcelona. Like they want us to go and they're pressuring us to go, but we shouldn't be going. And this was the weekend before everything locked down. Right, mm. yeah. 
And the flight that we were due to get on to Barcelona got turned back halfway in the air. Oh, oh God, no, no, oh. that's like my worst nightmare. She texted me, she went, that flight we were meant to get on, that was turned back, like... In by air control or traffic air control or whatever because they heard you might be on it they were like yeah, we don't want like, you fucking no, corona no. <laughs> super spreaders coming um, so we ran to Germany in the end and managed to get a flight out and then about a week after that I got sick again and uh. this time it was way worse like horrendous couldn't breathe couldn't speak like I would literally be like like that and then I would have to grasp for breath I couldn't walk from one room to another oh god and then my husband got it but he was at the National Theatre also another super spreader and there was about 4,000 people in and out of there every day Mm. and they didn't close that until the last minute so basically we were the corona house yeah we were like from all directions the doctors were like you just were basically viral loading the whole time and had no chance because you were just exposed over and over and over again. Oh, God. So how are you you now then? So you're saying you've still got Um, the the lack of taste thing? Yeah, I've got long COVID now, as they call it. So um, it's been hard. Like, I've built myself up to being able to go for walks again, but I couldn't even walk to the bottom of the road and back. Mm. Um, It was just, just exhaustion levels, like, beyond... And really bad headaches, sensitivity to light. Uh, there's loads of weird things. And also my memory, normally my memory is freaking amazing. Like, Khalees is like, this one knows what sh- what the show we did in 2012 in Russia. And I'll be like, yeah, this is the show. And I'll remember every single fact from everything. Like, you know, I've got a good memory. And with Corona, literally, you c- like, I could not remember the name of Kevin's Mom's Road. So I was in East London. <laughs> I took a wrong turn. And my my map, like my sense of direction is excellent. And I just couldn't remember the name of her road. And I was like, I know how to, it's up there, but I can't remember. Things like that will happen. Where you'll just be like, what's that person's name again? And you just cannot remember. So Mm. this definitely affects, they don't really know. That's what the doctors have told me. They've got, um, I think even in Lewisham, they've got a, a long COVID clinic where they're studying people. I'm not a guinea pig. Um, but yeah, so there's all these weird things that happen. I think it's, it's, it's interesting because I'm Australian and having seen in July, there were 15,000 cases in the UK and 15,000 cases in Melbourne. And Melbourne oh. has been locked down for four months and they've just been released and there are no cases of corona. Wow. And they didn't want to release people back in until there were zero new cases and they were really hardcore and people were pissed pissed off with the government but they've saved tens tens of thousands of lives that's what's so important and Mm. we did lose kevin's uncle and it was right around the time that we were at our illest and there's definitely a mental battle as well because it affects like the way you feel and your corona just gets all your organs like one after the other and some of my dj friends like one dj i know passed away didn't make it another one i know has got liver damage Another one had blood clots, like loads of DJs have been affected. Mm. So our community, but then you've got a lot of other DJs that believe that there's a big conspiracy theory going on. Right. And that we should open all the clubs up. You know, but not let Kalisa stuff. and Nikki in. That's yeah, not meant to. Well, that was, already, that was already in place, to be fair, way, way before Corona. Um, yeah, so it's been a weird time. Mm. It's been really strange, but it's just like one day at a time. And to be honest, because we did lose someone in our family, I, feel, I just feel really blessed that we're okay. Mm. Even though I've got these after effects, I still am better off than loads of people. Yeah. So that's the way you've got to look at it, you know? Mm. 
But what about what about the industry now then? What about your your job? Because your job is, you know, like us being in public spaces with yeah. the public. That is one yeah. feels like the nature of the yeah. DJing. Yeah. So like the how DJing. how how is it for you, for um, the nightclub industry now? Nightclub people still say nightclub? Is that it's twenty twenty? Yeah. Yeah, is that yeah. allowed? Um, discotheque. <laughs> What's discotheque. going on at the discotheque? Blue light disco disc jockey <laughs> Nikki. Well currently <laughs> playing a little bit of ABBA. <laughs> um, Have a bit of ABBA. Yeah, I do too actually. Uh, um What's going on? Well, I've seen on some DJ WhatsApp groups and chats that there are DJs out there working, doing private parties. And I went to West End not that long ago at night and there was all the members clubs like the Annabelle's and the Posh Joints. They mm. were all open. Yeah. So I think there's a two-tier situation going on Whereas, where if you're rich and posh, you're probably all right and you're out having yeah. secret parties in hotels and stuff. But and also you DJs. can probably afford a private Corona test every three days as well. So it is... It yeah, is, well, not the DJs, weird, but No, yeah, no, yeah, sure, the but the... Other people, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and also they're probably like in charge of companies so they don't actually have to turn up that much for work, you know? Yeah. yeah. They just make the minions do the work. Mm. Um, so I reckon there's always been these private lockdown parties happening. There's been a lot of hotel parties, I think. Mm. And there was a rave in Sydenham not that long ago. Did you know about that? I mean, that? Sydenham itself is, is one long <laughs> rave, if you ask me. Yeah. There's always a rave in Sydenham. <laughs> Go down Lidl, Super 9 o'clock on a Saturday Sydney. night. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> there, was one in, there was one in Bristol on the weekend that went for like nine hours. And that doesn't thousand... surprise. Bristol's always been crazy rave central. Yeah, yeah. And there's a Bristol. thousand people there, apparently. And they, I they... am so annoyed I've not been invited to any of these not that I'd go but I was like Sydney and they've got me sitting right here and I didn't even get a set nobbers absolute nobbers oh. Oh. but um, yeah obviously it's really affected all the DJs I know like we've gone from I mean I had about 70 gigs with Khalees this summer from March we were meant to do a whole tour of Australia mm. which was going to be epic that was a month and then go to Bali and the Cook Islands. Oh, my God. I wanted to go to the Cook Islands yes. badly. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there and it sounded very interesting. Um, Big rave scene in the Cook Islands. I yeah, thought. I've yeah. heard. Yeah. On boats. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Not nice. annoying. I'm just <laughs> that up. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's completely shut our industry down. And I know a lot of people have been getting grants. Like there's been a lot of talk of certain clubs and... Um, businesses like boiler room and resident advisor and they've been given a lot of money but whether it's filtering down to the smaller people and individuals not really mm. uh, ministry of sound got a wedge they've you know there's been grants given out but does it really help the kind of innovators of the scene rather than, i'm not sure like there's been a lot of hoo-ha over that because a lot of people have been annoyed about who's been given grants and who hasn't but i guess it's like again who you know and who you've got and what infrastructure you've got if people are really good at doing that side of things and applying for grants and being very business focused then they'll do well you know mm. um but yeah it's totally decimated loads of venues have closed down i think about between 50 and 70 percent of venues had closed between 2010 and 2020 in the uk so we were already losing the fight as far as clubs yeah gentrification people buying old clubs like being shut down for like new flats and apartments and then they get noise um like shoreditch used to be that's a typical example and peckham they used to be places that people didn't really want to go then the clubs moved in then they started popping off and then everyone start wants to live there all of a sudden but then they complain about the clubs mm. 
So then a couple of noise complaints, you're done. Like, that's it. You've, you can get closed down really easily. So we already had that massive thing of clubs were closing. And now we've had Ace Hotel close, hospital clubs close. All these sort of institutions in London that you would think they could probably weather the storm and they're not. There's mm. been so many more closed. So I don't think it's going to come mm. back from this in the same way ever. Like, really? It's just not. That yeah. bleak. Shit. What yeah. what what are you gonna what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> I always I, like I always figure out, and I, like I've always been able to figure out a way through and kind of be ahead of the game a little bit. Like when I was doing clubs, and then I did loads of parties for celebrities, and then hip hop artists, and then footballers, and all that. And then everyone jumped on that, and I was in Ibiza, Marbella, like two thousand three, four, way before it was like you know towered up, and it was towered up, but it wasn't like on TV. So. I think as long as you stay ahead and you've got that entrepreneurial spirit, you'll be okay. I've got a few little things in the pipeline, but I've been writing music the whole time. So mm. that's been my my love for like quite a lot of years. Me and my brother remix and produce records. And now I just see it as a time where I've got to focus on that songwriting and putting out records and then maybe songwriting for other people. So, mm. yeah, and it's something I can do at home while I've got my kid, you know, school hours and all that. And my husband's, thank goodness he's working. Mm. So, yeah, he's away filming, thank goodness. And film sets seem to be a lot more organised. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the club industry's never going to be the same after this, I don't think. And I don't want to sound negative. I'm just being realistic. I think I think you're right though because it it, it and the feels huge festivals and stuff yeah, like like it's in comedy like the Edinburgh Festival I can't even imagine that going ahead next year because you were just squeezed in you yeah. were squeezed in like sardines and it's yeah. hot and sweaty Potaging. yes exactly you just you were always touching somebody oh, in Edinburgh I hate that <laughs> yeah. it just it just feels impossible now I was going to say because we a couple of months ago because in the last couple of years you've created this amazing thing called Mums That Rave can we talk about yes. this because we did a Zoom rave with you an online yeah. rave yeah, so you've done fun. a few things like that but can we go back a couple of years and what is Mums That Rave Nikki? Mums That Rave is a rave for mums yeah <laughs> the clues could, in the yeah. name um, yeah it's not called Mums That Beatbox thank goodness yeah. oh my god uh, oh, well, maybe if ne- we did though let's, 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 let's <laughs> be number one guest yeah I know we can zoom it yeah. artists oh, <sighs> um, yeah so it's a but it's more than just a rave for mums it's an online platform as well so this year has been a lot more about that obviously because we can't do live events um it's a community really and it's a statement that you don't have to be a certain way if you're a mum you don't have to be a stereotype i I always say everyone's welcome at mums at rave i don't want clicks and i don't want it to be like the usual kind of I don't know, mum scene kind of thing. It's like if you're an oddball, if you're like a stay-at-home mum, if you're a rock star, whatever, I don't care. Like if you're a mum, you can be part of this group. That's it. Maybe if you're not like a terrorist or a serial killer or like... Well, you know, we're very accepting. (laughs) (laughs) No judgment here over at Mum's Room. But yeah, so um, the online thing, like I've just wanted it to be really positive on Instagram and Facebook. So... Even if I'm feeling a little bit peed off with life and my usual sarcastic self, mums at rave will never really echo that. I pull myself together and I'll post something Mm. really fun. And there's a lot of dancing stuff on there and a lot of like throwback tunes. So, you know, like one day I might feel like posting like a pump up the jam moment or something like that. Mm. Um, And, you know, it's just 
it's just to say really that you don't have to give up that fun side of partying and raving when you're a mum. Yeah. You can get glammed up, you can look amazing, you can still go out. And a lot of it has been absolutely mind-blowing because people have made so many friends and that's really important too. That's yeah. what I was going to say, yeah, because that's the other thing is where you don't need to like get... Because sometimes it can be really difficult to organise a night out with your friends because everyone's got, oh, babysitters and husbands and yeah. jobs and it's really tricky. And I've met... Because uh, I've been to quite a lot of your mums at Raves. I've met a lot of women there and sort of become friends with them and they've just come on their own. Yeah. You know, I've gone on my that's own. Like thing. You can just turn up on your own yeah. and people are friendly and nice and the atmosphere... You know, the that's conversations I've had the in those toilets, I yeah. mean... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you go to the toilet and you're there for 40 minutes because you're just having a chat with someone you've just met and it's a good it's yeah, a good laugh like how the vibe should be like anything any party that i've ever done going right back to like the late 90s when i was running day raves and club nights and all the way like i've run part- parties the whole time that i've been a dj and i've got another party called fash bash that i still do um, it's always been about welcoming people and you can just rock up on your own because I've rocked up to clubs all through my career and just gone out raving on my own. Like, I'm like, if I want to go and see a DJ, I'm going to go. Like, mm. you know, so I wanted it to be a safe space for women and mums. And I know dealing with a lot of misogyny in my industry as well, a lot of clubs are not always welcoming a safe space. So I really wanted it to be even more safe so any woman could turn up and... If I didn't know them, I'd introduce them to someone and then they'd introduce them to someone else. And that's how it's really snowballed, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. I just didn't want it to be just one demographic or one type of woman. I Mm. want it to be like across the board. And if you want to like dance around in your hot pants at home to like some banging tunes yeah do it you know what i mean like, yeah just don't beatbox that's yeah, what i'm saying never just no, don't rap never ever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a mic for you the next moms at rave oh yeah me like tino. That. Me, yeah me and tino absolutely oh, tino's our m so i've got to give him a shout because he's the nicest dude ever and he's, he's like, the he's the one he's the yeah, only like penis allowed in the room isn't he yeah, yeah. and yeah. the photographer Oh, yeah, Ben. Yeah. yeah. He's also amazing. I've known him a lot. No, love MC Tino. He always gives us a shout out when he sees awesome. us on the yeah, dance the floor. He's, he's so, wicked. He's so, so cool. He's got a new record out at the moment, so check him out. Oh, yeah. he's will... just, is, is he MC Tino Kisi? On, yes. uh... Yeah, Tino Kisi. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, so, everyone's fucking sexy as well because they're, everyone looks great and they're yeah. having a good time. And... And, it, and I thought it'd be kind of weird having women only, but it's, it's not been weird at all. No. no. In it's fact, actually it's actually really fun and empowering. And yeah. Like, and the, there's, a a diff- there's a real different energy to it because yeah. you're, you're all sort of willing each other on and also we're all out of the house at the same time there's yeah exactly there's this amazing there's kind of release of yeah I know yeah, especially when you play drum and bass like people lose their marbles <laughs> at Moms at Rave. Like, I've never seen people go harder on the dance floor mm. than at Moms at Rave <laughs> had vogue offs so we've had you guys doing your uh the lift, lift. Yes. yeah many soul trains uh yeah it's been it's extreme yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's, it's basically just a real fun night out i mean got lots of lots of things planned for how it's going to get around this situation right now and yeah. more online content and stuff like that mm. but i've just been trying to get better basically so just keeping it ticking over doing my, the thing on instagram and facebook and while I recover. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
And do you do you miss the tour life? Because here's the thing: when when you were talking about tour buses earlier, mm-hmm. not going to lie, I got quite excited because mine and Helen's dream mm. is to have a tour bus. Oh, it's the best to have a big. We want a big gold one, don't yeah, we? With our faces, one on each side. Day. You guys could get one with like. Um, the bedrooms at the back so oh. they have a massive double bedroom and your own shower for oh, all the yeah. napping purposes I just want a nap just a lot of napping <laughs> that sounds pretty sweet and they have sweet. like full fridges have like a little hot plate in there oh just in case you want to make a lasagna yeah. Just, yeah when I was on was like just alcohol because it was all dudes yeah and me and one singer yeah but um, yeah, yeah, the tour buses are fun because you can, it's it's kind of better than getting flights, even though, because it takes so much time doing all the check-in and whatever at airports, but tour buses, you can just jump on after the gig, stay up for a bit, have a few drinks, then go to your bunk and sleep and you wake up at the next gig, out, you know, parked outside the next venue. Oh, that so sounds it's, wicked. This is it's very fun. good. This is it's very really pleasing. Fun. Let's just go. blow all our savings on a tour bus. Yeah, <laughs> even though we can't actually tour. Oh, I know. We're just, anyway. just, just driving. Yeah. Yeah, just... <laughs> no one buys them. You just like when I did Backstreet Boys tour, they did. Um, Already liking this sentence. Yeah, <laughs> they had a tour bus for each boy, each member. Of the each wha- each Backstreet, Backstreet Boy. boy. <laughs> yeah. They had one tour bus each. Oh my god! Oh, did they not get on the Backstreet Boys? Yeah, Was but they're just it? Americans. They're used to that kind of. You know, yeah, we got we got money. We we'll have a tour yeah. bus each, and they were doing meet and greets before the show for like five hundred to like just shake their oh, hands and oh get a picture god. with them. My so god! I was like, they are smart. I'd be because it was with All Saints basically. So we were like the warm up for, and we were doing stadiums and arenas. And I'd be doing my little sound check and Kevin and the rest, because I don't know the rest of the Backstreet Boys names, but I remember his name because um, he's like the cute one. So <laughs> Kevin yeah, was also my favourite, actually. Yeah. yeah, he's the best one. Yeah, he's the best but one. But he did wear a very questionable cream suit, which put me off. <laughs> and they're a lot shorter in real life, which always happens with mm. pop stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's who's your favourite pop star that you've ever... Is it Khalees? I think you probably have to say Khalees because she's your best mate, oh, isn't like, it? Oh, artist-wise, yeah. hands down Khalees, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's like cool, actually cool, not pretending to be cool. She writes all her own material. She's written every single song that she's ever performed, which most artists don't do. She styles herself. She puts her makeup on herself. She never, she goes on stage like five minutes before, never sound checks, never warms up and performs like an absolute legend every time. And we go shopping constantly. So, yeah, it's the most fun ever. <laughs> I remember you talking last time on about Primark. She's a big fan of Primark oh, in Lakeside Thurrock. Yeah. yeah, but we will be in there for a strong eight hours if I take her to Primark. Like, she can <laughs> shop like no one else. Unbelievable. The woman is a beast. Like, she can shop fully 12, 14 hour stretch. <laughs> Like, with just, you know, a sip of water, basically. She doesn't drink either. It's really strange. But, um, yeah, so so um, you've got that. Now, because we now have a song in our show, don't we, Ellie? Yes. My I MILF Shake. Songs I know, but this one's a this special one. This one is uh, My MILF Shake Brings All the Dads to the Yard. Uh, no, it's, it's, is it? No, it's is it? My MILF Shake Make, makes uh, all the dads really hard. That's right. I should probably remember oh. the lyrics. <laughs> you look pained. You look pained. Do you think Khalees would not enjoy that tribute? It's a tribute. No, I was just thinking of the dad's bit. <laughs> um, She's not sick. I've got an image in my head and I can't unsee it now. Yeah. Um, but I love the fact it's in the show. I think that song is like, it's just gone, it's like a cultural kind of 
icon now. It's mm. gone way beyond a song, hasn't it? She was very young when that song came out. That was was that her? Was yeah, that her I being... mean, I'd already known her quite a long time oh, by wow. then. I think she was like twenty three or twenty four, and we performed it the first time together at the Royal Albert Hall for Fashion Rocks. And I was absolutely steamboats hungover, probably still drunk from the night before. We'd been out partying, and I was like three sheets of the wind trying to do a, a rehearsal without her and actually that's the first time i ever met kevin because he was her one of her dancers ah, this and is your husband yeah my husband now mm. and i was not kevin from backstreet boys no <laughs> just want to just want to clarify that's her, no that's her <laughs> first husband oh, okay, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> so yeah i was doing a sound check and it was the first time we'd never performed milkshake no one had ever heard it before and they kind of brought in these two sealed copies of milkshake in from the record company because it had just been pressed up and i took it out and it was the first time i'd heard it and i put it on sound check and i was like this is kind of weird song what is this because it was a lot faster than other r&b records it didn't sound the same it was produced by the neptunes they always had like really out there kind of sounding now it sounds very normal to us but then it wasn't mm. at all and um so i was like sound checking and i was the, the dancers were all there doing their thing and this guy keeps staring at me. I'm like, this guy's really annoying me. And he's like, oh, are you a DJ then? And I was like, oh, God, here we go, misogynistic crap. <laughs> no, I'm the cleaner. I just happen to be yeah, passing like, these records and I thought I'd put them on. I keep, yeah. I keep cleaning it this way and then cleaning so, it that yeah. way. I, like, I don't have the energy. I'm still drunk from last night. I drank a lot of Hennessy last night. This is not helping yeah. me. Anyway, this annoying guy turned out to be Kevin, who I'm now is now my husband and um Calice came and she was like okay I like what you're doing guys to the dancers but if you could just stay still and not move and just be statues that'd be great <laughs> she didn't like it that much then she did not like it at all because she didn't do all that like you know like the formation dancing with dancers and yeah. that's very like girl band destiny's child it's very eurovision instead of that yeah yeah. but like r&b groups have always had that but she was just like no like that's not me i've had people playing like rock guitar and whatever it's me and the dj so they can stand still so yeah we did the show we premiered that milkshake i remember matthew williamson dressed her and it was a big deal and prince prince charles was there and they were like do you want to go meet prince charles and calice was like no Mm, not really we hung out in the dressing room and then grace jones came in the dressing room oh shit i'd much rather meet her than prince charles was next door in the and they all love calice so they were like all coming in and meanwhile i was so hungover i was lying on the floor and they're like calice like that's nikki and i'm like whatever grace jones grace jones (laughs) (laughs) can you you turn the lights down i'm really just robbie williams was performing um there was just legendary people legendary and i did not appreciate it to its full because we'd been partying for like three days straight at this point um and it was a time when i was like fully running about two or three club nights a week so it was just a constant state of shopping drunkness and people like grace jones turning up <laughs> and you're vomiting into a bin in the corner yeah. amazing thing so bad like i was so drunk and hungover. but that's the first time i met my husband and then when i went on a date with him like around 2011 he was like oh i danced for calice once well actually i didn't really dance for her she made us stand still and then obviously she met him and we told her the story and she was cracking up like <laughs> that sounds like me uh hate dancers like <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad I did that kind of thing. No remorse. So that night you met him, there was no romance. You were just annoyed with him. 
Yeah, I was just yeah. totally like, this guy is so annoying. Why is he staring at me? And like, obviously now, because I knew, like now I know he was loved hip hop music, was obsessed with DJ culture, came up as a dancer, like came up making records and rapping. And he was signed to a label at one point. So he was like, obviously in music as well. And he'd seen this girl like DJing and scratching and stuff and being like, like has she got knits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And tried to like, make conversation and I was just like get away from me but then you saw each other again presumably at a different oh uh, we got thing. introduced by um our mutual friend Nicholas Pinnock who's also an actor Pinnock I invited him out to this gig that I was doing um it was like a fashion launch thing so we went to that and then he was like oh I'm off to see my friend now he's having a Christmas party and he was just gonna leave me and I was like I've just taken you out to a party like for Christmas you've had so much fun and now you're just going to diss me and go to the next party like you're rude i'm coming obviously and so if i hadn't been like so forceful in the fact that i want to go to another party after my set i would never have met kevin so we walked into this other party christmas party and then he basically bogled up against my leg and thought it was hilarious what does that mean oh a bogle oh so it's like it's like a sexy dance it's a dance hall move from back in the day I'll take that I'll take that now you're doing a reverse bogle (laughs) (laughs) so yeah basically a bogle is a dance hall move Helen I think you need to put bogling in the box with beatboxing and rapping it's something (laughs) something that's just not for you I like your bogles (laughs) okay all right. it's a strong start (laughs) yeah so he bogled up against my leg and I turned around and I saw him bogling against me and I was like what the hell this bogle off Yeah. Yeah. yeah again but he was just so funny, and that and that's how we met. So mm. for the second time, and we've been together ever since. Oh, and <clears throat> um, so talking about you know partying and drinking, can we talk about the fact that because because I'll be honest, when I first met you and you told me this, I didn't know if I believed it. You only drink Hennessy, is that well, right? Remy Martin as well, but yeah, <laughs> cognac of good of good just stature. cognac, hundred percent cognac, only cognac. The only other thing that I would pass maybe at Christmas is a a sly baileys almond baileys on ice oh very specific Ooh, i've never had yeah. almond baileys that's, that's nice, nice. And, yeah, yeah it's really good so i thought you know when i first met i thought yeah, yeah she's cognac. really cool and like sure like i'm sure when she's out and she's working she only has cognac but i bet like she has a cheeky glass mm-hmm. of wine on a friday that all the rest of it and then i came around to your house for uh, a birthday party it was harley's birthday party and and you said i know you and helen like wine so i've got some white wine and you showed me it like on the countertop and i was like do, do you want to put it in the fridge and you were like oh you're supposed to do that with white wine <laughs> I, was like, I don't know i still don't know she was still... <laughs> and, and, and and then you I said how do yeah that's you right had to bring I had, your own. you had to go home yeah. or i did i run no, back you here one. You I, oh yeah that's right you texted and me going, did like an emergency message to you and said bring cork yeah because i was like can i open it and you were like uh n- no <laughs> you don't have a corkscrew because kev doesn't drink no, you don't drink wine total. yeah so yeah it's getting you to be many events for bacardi for all kinds of alcohol brands like vodka loads loads gin and literally they will have no cognac so i'm like okay i'd rather just not drink then only and do you have it just straight or on ice um i can do either there was a very dark point of dj life where i was just drinking it straight for the bottles they would just bring me a bottle and a massive brandy glass and just leave it on the speaker and those days (laughs) there was a lot of 
bad stuff happened as well as good. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but now I, I like a little bit of Diet Coke with it, you know, a splash of Diet Coke and mm. one ice cube. One, yeah. one, just one. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. And, and before we um, were getting started and setting up, you said you've never drunk tea. No, yeah, let's just talk about things Nikki's never drunk or never done. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you've never okay, had a cup so of tea. Go. Have you never Number had a cup one, of tea? I've never had a cup of tea. Two, I've never had a cup of coffee. Three, I've never had a beer. And I think, and all all the rest of the spirits and stuff, like I obviously tried when I was younger, but I pretty much settled on cognac when I was about 17, 18. Because I remember by the time I was going to university, which was like 18, I was already drinking cognac. So yeah, from then. No WKDs? Just, <laughs> just living my life. No big I'd bottles of Strongbow? <laughs> Mm, no, but I did used to actually. That's not entirely true because I remember I did deviate. I would warm up with Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and then drink cognac. <laughs> what the? Why did I don't know what the fuck is Mad Dog Twenty Twenty? Oh, you're probably too young, but um, it was this beverage. It was a huge bottle, and it came in the brightest neon colours. So, like oh, we just called it Twenty Twenty. I didn't know it was Mad yeah, Dog Twenty Twenty. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think they stopped it probably because it was so illegal people would die from drinking it yeah but you had a 20 it was like a <laughs> you had a 20 percent chance of survival like. if you drank 20 bottles yeah. that's why it was called 2020 yeah it was yeah. really i've i didn't drink during lockdown for instance like yeah. i've ha- maybe had since touring like touring i would have a hennessy after the show and stuff with the guys but i maybe had three drinks since march yeah so, you know, it's I'd okay because we have drunk and yeah. tiny amounts. Yeah, we've drunk your share. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. We took we took one for the team. Is is there not a bit of you that thinks maybe I might like tea? I would no. like to try a cup of tea it before looks like I a die. Puddle in a cup. <laughs> Literally puddle looks in like a, a puddle. Oh my god! In a cup, and I'm like, why would you drink something that looked oh, like that? And lovely. I hate hot drinks. Oh, same. I hate hot drinks. So uh, what's what's next for you, Nikki? Because you have you've got you've got an interiors business now. You're making face masks and all sorts. I know. I brought mine with me. I I, I love my hip hop homes. Where's you <laughs> say mask, yes. hip hop homes? Hip hop homes mask. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah, we did start doing masks because uh, obviously of what's happened this year. So and because I haven't been doing any gigs or working, so I've been concentrating on this. But I started it with another mum who's local about two years ago and then we um i come from a fine art background and she's an artist a painter and she paints murals and um she makes amazing work and we we also have a love of hip-hop so she originally made me some jackets and painted them with my face on and we got them printed up for tour and stuff and then we had the idea of making homewares but influenced by hip-hop music primarily Mm. then obviously some other music as well so we've got like icons but we do cushions with biggie and tupac and then we have the icons range with elton and bowie and diana ross and it's all original artwork so sometimes it's not just a straight painting of that person (coughs) but it's all handmade i think nikki's giving me corona (laughs) spontaneously i haven't had a call for ages what happened (laughs) sorry boy um, I was just making yeah, the tea so went down the wrong way. Sorry. Oh, the, see, tea is never good. <laughs> Stop um, drinking that puddle. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Back so to your amazing. Yeah, yeah. We've got a homewares, a homewares uh, brand now, I guess. And we make cushions and masks and we make prints. And it's all inspired by hip hop culture. Mm. I like the sound. Of, well, I, as you said, I think you could broaden it out a bit. I like the sound of the icons range. Have you thought of doing a cushion with the face of Stefan Dennis on, for example? 
I mean, that would be a big look. <laughs> I mean, it's like, wouldn't make you feel... What's, it? What's the line? Did it make you feel good? Yes, you could have that as a print. Yeah. I really the... remember that record, though. Do you? <laughs> yeah, of course. I know all those, like, all the Stock Aitken and Waterman greats, yeah. Oh, my God. Awesome. Because Helen, uh, one of Helen's favourite anecdotes is that she shares a birthday with Stefan Dennis. It's quite I a big thing for her. I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah, I know, I like to tell everyone. It's one of her favourite stories, yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. So where, where can people follow, find Hip Hop? Is it at Hip Hop Homes? For the yeah at Hip Hop Homes um, London on Instagram and my website is Beatnik TV but everything else is at DJ Nikki Beatnik and then there's Moms at Rave obviously I've got Mixcloud with about hundred mixes up there that you can go and stream all my mixes and radio shows I've just done one with Estelle for Apple Music. I just did a Kiss Fresh mix yesterday. So there's loads of new stuff on there all the time. And my favourite mix that mm. you did was you did one for us. You did a Scums Scummy the Rave Mommy's mix. mix. Yes. yes. That we play. Um, if you've ever been to one of our shows in the last sort of, it's probably about a year ago you did it, a year or two ago. Yeah. But if you've been to one of our shows, um, the music that you hear playing at the start of the show before it starts when you're sitting down is, is Nikki's mix. And it's online, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. It's on my mix class. So I always know there. when we need to go on stage because I need you tonight um oh, kicks yeah in, in excess in yeah, excess yeah. which is excellent uh so it's good and uh what else are we going to say Ellie? oh we're going to do scumming on confessions yes oh, let's do also, some confessions well, because Sorry. i didn't have confessions as such because obviously i'm a perfect mother mm-hmm. um i had a little true or false thing that i did instead oh, oh let's do that it. okay so they're yeah. gonna be like de- things that have happened to me yeah throughout the year oh i oh, love this, this. Good. oh i'm into oh, it right content this is so exciting okay dinner i had i once had dinner with jay-z and beyonce oh well, that's true surely it's true. true is that true it is true yeah. Yeah. where where did you have dinner um cipriani's i think and, oh um, nice i was with Khalees and nas we don't talk about him um <laughs> and yeah we all went for dinner with jay-z beyonce <gasps> and a few other people private <gasps> They closed the restaurant off that kind of yeah. jazz. And then we all went to a club after. Wow. Awesome. Were they were they nice? Was it a nice dinner? Yeah, I mean the boys were sitting down one end smoking cigars and then Beyonce was like very quiet. like I've DJ'd her parties before and she's quite quiet in mm. real life or she seems like you know, but this was quite a while ago. It was like two thousand five or six or something. But yeah, she's very nice, very nice. Um Okay, I've been in the back of a limo with Tom Jones. True, I know that's true. I've heard that story. True. Yes. What? How? Tell me more, tell me more. Did he, did he, did he get no. a bit of... and you know what? I was so overwhelmed with the Tomness that I was just like, quiet. And so my manager, he came to one of my party that I was DJing at and it was him and Wyclef and a few other people we were all hanging out afterwards and then we said, let's go to China White. It's like you did back in the day. Yeah. And his manager and my manager at the time were like getting on really well. So they said, oh, you can come in our car. Mm. We would have been quicker to walk there. Yeah. But um, it was like in Soho day. So we just drove around in Tom's limo oh. and I was just like, because I love Tom Jones. Yeah. yeah. But back then, like I was obviously more like hip hop DJ and stuff. But I was still like, this is Tom Jones. And he's just like alpha male dude. So mm. I didn't really know what to say. So I just sat in the limo. And Did you throw your knickers at him? Yeah. <laughs> no, but there'd been a lot of other chicks. Like he Shit. had been, Wycliffe was there and he was getting no action. No knickers. No one throws a knickers at Wycliffe. No, no, no. Because Tom, and Wycliffe was doing like handstands on the dance floor. And his <laughs> over here, over here, yeah. ladies. Yo, yo, yo. And just all the chicks were just around Tom. He's just oh, so hot. He yeah. is so hot. Okay, so um, 
I've had a stare out with David Blaine. <laughs> I want this to be true. I want it to be true. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yes, you've definitely had a stare out with David I'm Blaine. I'm going to add another person to this. Bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. And Prince. Oh, <laughs> yes. I don't know why people do this to me. <laughs> this is awesome. You wow. stared out David Blaine and Prince at the same time? Not or would that same, be difficult with only two time. eyes? Wow. I don't know. I think they're. Re- I think quite a lot of people are into NLP and they do it as a power thing. Wow. <laughs> That's my... Because David Blaine definitely knows all that shenanigans. Yeah. The weird magician type. Yeah, of course. But yeah, he came into this bar I was DJing. I'd finished DJing, so it wasn't even like I was behind the deck, so he's staring at me because I'm a girl, whatever. Like, you know, most times it'll happen. Mm. Um, so I just stood there minding my own business. He literally comes up to me in the whole of the bar, stands opposite about five foot away, and just stares me out. Like, oh stares God. right in my eyes. Non stop, not smiling, not saying anything, nothing, just staring mm. for a lot longer than was comfortable. So Shit. I thought, okay, I'm locked in. <laughs> You're going down, Blaine. Yeah. You're going down. Yeah. Get back like in your that. fucking plastic box. <laughs> I know, right? That was the best thing ever in London when people threw stuff at him in the plastic oh, box. And, well, and, and then they had like a drone with a McDonald's burger in it. Do you remember that? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember so watching who, it. Wait, how did the staring, how did the London. stare out end? How did it end? Who looked away? Who blinked? I can't actually remember. I think he probably, but he moves really slowly. He kind of moves like a sloth. Oh, does he? So he moves really slow and he's got big eyes and he's just like very oh. like... Oh my God, he sounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, definitely it was definitely a power thing i think mm. but i was like what is going on here okay we this is happening and then the second time well the time with prince was like i've been told by a lot of my friends because he was my good friend was his dj he used to do it all the time to people like you know like really look at you to see right. whether you kind of flinched or looked away or whatever that was less of a st- staring competition but i was also drunk quite a lot of hennessy i was djing <laughs> My friend brought him in and she was going to sit him at the back and then he kind of walked past the DJ booth and then he was just like, right, stare at time. And I was like, okay, I'm British and I've been drinking. I'm going to do it back. (laughs) Fuck you, Prince. Prince of what, exactly? Where's your fucking lineage? Fuck off. Good for you. but, But a lot of people I know have worked with Prince and he was absolute genius, amazing musician, but I know, like, obviously... He was just the all-powerful one. So mm. he did used to, like, do... You know, he'd see what you're made of, basically. Wow. So I was like, I'm yeah. from London. I'm going to stare back at you. I've had a yeah. lot of Hennessy. I'm made of fucking at you. That's what I'm made <laughs> of. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. All right, next, next. Next one. I fell off stage spinning at a Grammy Week party in LA. True. Whoa. True. Yes. 100%. <laughs> I had amazing orange Louboutin... Um, stilettos on and they'd made one of those makeshift stages and little gaps in between oh no oh, no my heel went down and i fell completely off the oh DJ but, but stage. the shoes okay oh the shoes were fine yeah, yeah okay, okay know, great they were amazing so. yeah. <laughs> but my ankle wasn't like oh. I, was, I kind of not fractured it but i did splint off the bone a bit. <laughs> ah! oh soldiered the rest of the night just of course oh, you did stick to slippers extra yeah. yeah drinks okay um i've had drinks with simon Le Bon. <laughs> yes please true 100 yes! <laughs> percent. and yasmin no no sign of yasmin but he was telling us about his cats oh, with yasmin I... and how he's having allergy treatment 
Wow. Yeah. Rock and roll. He's lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I have DJ'd on the roof of a skyscraper in a harness. <laughs> See, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you said in, in a, a harness. harness. What the wow. fuck? Wow. True, 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 true. Which city? Wow. True, in London. Wow. City. And the last one, I have been to Kazakhstan. <laughs> oh my god how what's it like i'd love to go there it's amazing yeah yeah it's very mountainous very beautiful um yeah kazakhstan's amazing (laughs) yeah we did like a party for some billionaires so it was just mental but yeah that's amazing i mean you said you i like that as well that you posited it as a true or false quiz it's actually just a a true quiz which i very much enjoyed Um, i should have put in a false like a completely out there false one but i I don't think you nikki i don't think you could invent anything that like would be more out there having fucking dinner with jay-z and beyonce is quite up there perhaps if you said i've got a birthday with stefan dennis i would have found that impossible to to believe yes oh well there we go i don't think we have time for any confession but i don't think we need them mate i think we're you know we're we're golden all all i was going to say for the scully mummy confession is that i on the weekend went to a lovely cottage called the old sussex dairy oh yeah and i went in the pool and i didn't wee in it oh you've changed no you've changed i I don't know who you are anymore (laughs) i i I just wanted to say that because lucy was very nice and and and, uh gave me the weekend for free um and i thought as a gift to her i wouldn't piss in her pool which is a really nice just a really good person that's that's really kind yeah but it was your birthday um and we know for your birthday you like to treat yourself and we in we in the bath did you did you keep up with that tradition this year uh no because i was staying at lucy's house so you didn't win the bath either no I had a, of course I weed in the shower because yeah. that's that's nice yeah, that's standard, a lovely thing yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a it's a great thing are you okay Nikki <laughs> Nikki's not very well <laughs> No, have you never had a debate on the TV about this the other day? And I was like, what kind of person wees in the shower? Well, it goes down the plug hole. What kind of person, is? Nikki? I'm with you. Like, <laughs> weeing in the bath is a step too far for me because then I you're mean, sitting in your own urine. That's a step too far. But you wee in the, the shower, you just. Table out and some number twos, why not? <laughs> I don't know what kind of parties you've been to, Nikki, but anyway, um, a wee in the shower is a lovely thing. Anyway. Oh, well, there we go. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. What, it's so you've been amazing. And, oh. and we have our shop. Oh, yeah, we do have a shop. Yeah, you could help us out as well. Please, we buy sell, our mugs. We sell mugs and things yeah. and T-shirts. If you want to buy them, they're at Scummy Mummy's was shop. it shop.com shop.com <laughs> <laughs> so slick so there we go oh, oh thanks again Nikki uh, thanks thank you for listening me. until next time bye bye All right. um, do you want to open your coke so we don't have it oh, like yeah. now just so we don't have that although it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I like how you're pretending this is some sort of fucking professional. professional outfit what the fuck <laughs> yeah we, we we absolutely can't have any sort of wine glass noises or snorting coughing uh, swearing yeah, 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 yeah. Language. let's keep it professional please Nikki what what where am I who are I'm you you two I don't know